with Hashem's never-ending assistance, we're learning Sota Daf Yudtes. We're going to start a little ways back on Yudchesim Beis from Taner Abanan, about ten lines up. Zeis Teres Haknois, Melamish Aisha Shoisa Veshoina. The Tanakama holds, and let's hold this in our minds. The Tanakama holds that the woman she can drink once and she can drink again. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean, Rabbi Yehuda says Zeis. The word Zeis teaches us Sheina Aisha Shoisa Veshoina. Zos is singular. It's saying she only can do it one time. Am Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, Maisa veheid lefanenu nechun yachoy v'shichin sheha'isha shoysa v'shayna. Rabbi Yehuda says there was a story where this guy nechunya, the the digger of these holes in Yerushalayim, he's the one who used to dig the holes so that the the travelers who would visit Yerushalayim during the Shalosh Regalim, the three festivals, so he would dig these holes so that people could have water to drink. So he said the following testimony, He said, indeed, a woman would drink more than once. We accepted his testimony with two separate men, but not with one man, meaning if she's married to one husband, and then she ends up married to another husband, and they both want to accuse her, so she can indeed drink again. The Chachamim say, those women will not drink again, whether we're talking about one husband or two husbands. V'tanakama, nami, the first tana, haksiv zois. The word zois implies that there's only one, it's a one-shot deal. So how can you tell me that she drinks more than once? Rabbanan basroi nami, haksiv tairas. And the later Rabbanan who say that she doesn't drink whether we're talking about one husband or two husbands, haksiv tairas. It says tairas, which implies that there's one rule for more than one case of the same woman. Amarava beish echad uboil echad with one man and one seducer, let's call it the kulamalapligi. So everyone agrees the ena isha shoisa veshaina that she will not drink again. Tirsiv now on your testament aleph on page nineteen a zeis the verse says zeis which is singular. This implies that she only drinks one time. What's the case of only one time with one husband and one seducer? If you're talking about two separate husbands and two separate seducers, the Kule Amalipligi, everyone agrees that she can drink more than once. The Chsivas, the verse says, Tairas implies that there's one law that applies to more than one case by the same woman. Kipligi, when do they argue? We're talking about one husband and two separate seducers. Bishnea Nashim, or two husbands, and one seducer. Tanakama Savar, the first Tana holds Tairas, when we say Tairas, which implies that there's one halacha by more than one case, the Rebuye Kulhi, it comes to include all of the cases. Zeis, Lemu'ute Ish Echad Ubayl Echad. So why does it say Zeis telling you that there's a case that she only drinks once? That's specifically saying in a case where there's one husband and one seducer. Rabbanan Basroi and the later Rabbanan, Savri, they hold, Zois, when it says one, Lemeute Kulhi, it's saying that in almost all of the cases, she only drinks once. Tairas, and when it says the word Tairas, which implies that there's there's one law for more than one case, the Rebuye Shne Anashim Ushne Bayalim. That's specifically because there's only one case where she drinks more than once, and that is when she's married to two separate men, and you have two separate seducers. Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda holds Zeis, the word Zeis, Lemeute Tarte. It comes to exclude two cases, meaning there's there's two cases that we only drink once. Tairas the Rabbi Tarte. And Tairas tells us that there's two cases where she drinks twice. 
Zois lemute tarti. So we say zois comes to exclude two cases. Ish echad uboil echad. So if you have one husband and one seducer, ish echad ushnei bayalin. We have one husband and two separate seducers. So then she does not drink more than once. Tairas, however, this that it says Tairas, which implies that she does drink more than once, the Rebuye Tarti comes to include two cases. Shne Anashim Ubayal Echad. Let's see, you have two separate husbands and one seducer, she drinks twice. Shne Anashim Ushne Boyalim. We have two separate husbands and two separate seducers, she also drinks twice. So according to Rabbi Huda, it only has to do with how many husbands we're talking about. If it's one husband, she only drinks once. If it's two husbands, she'll always drink twice. Hadr Allah, Hayamevi. We will return to you, chapter Hayamevi. We begin the next chapter, the third chapter, Perk Shlishi. So the husband would take the mincha, which is the flower offering, out of her basket, and place it into a holy vessel, and place it into her hands. And the Kohen places his hands underneath her hands, and together they... They shake, they raise up and down in each direction the basket. Hanif, Vihigish, Komatz, Vihiktir. The order of business is that first you do the waving, then he brings it next to the Mizbeach, then he does Kmitza, where he takes a handful of the flour. Vihiktir, he brings it onto the Mizbeach. Vashar, Nechalakahanim. And whatever's left over is eaten by the Kohanim, the priests. Now, we're going to discuss what order is it done. The Tanakhama holds that the order is as follows. First she drinks the water, and then she brings the flour, which is something we mentioned earlier on page 14b. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, Rabbi Shimon says the order is opposite. First she brings the korban, first the flour offering is brought for her, and then they give her to drink. As the verse says, the verse is afterwards, meaning after the flower offering, she she is she's made to drink the water. However, Rabbi Shimon says if let's say she drank first before the flowering offering, the flower offering was brought, Ksheira, it is nevertheless okay. Gemara Rabbi Lazar said to the Rabbi Yoshia of his generation, because there were actually two two Rabbi Yoshias in his generation. There was an older Rabbi Yoshia and a younger Rabbi Yoshia. So Rashi explains that this Rabbi Yeshia that he was speaking to was the younger one, the one of his own generation, because he wouldn't speak this way to the older Rabbi Yeshia. He said, He said to him, Don't sit on your feet until you explain to me the explanation of this matter. How do I know that the Mincha Sota, this flower offering brought for the Sota, that it requires to be waved? Minalan, the Gemara says, what do you mean, how do you know? The verse says that you have to wave it. The verse is explicit. So the Gemara says, How do we know that the owners have to be involved in the waving? The Gemara answers, we learn out, we have the same word by both of the two concepts. We have the word Yad here, and we have the word Yad by Shlamim. And it says over here, the coin takes it from the hand of the woman. Uksiv Hasmit says over there by Shlomim, Yadav Tiviyena, that his hands bring it. Makan Koyin, Aflaholan Koyin. So we have two things to learn out. We learn out from Sota to Shlomim and from Shlomim to Sota. Just like over here by Mincha Sota, we have, it must be done by the Kohen, 
So to over there by the Shlamim, it's done by the Kohen. And just like over there, the owners have to be holding it. So to over here, the owners have to hold it as well. So we see that both the owners and the Kohen have to be involved in holding it, whether it's the Shlamim or the Mincha Sota, when it's being waved. How does it work? The coin places his hands underneath the hands of the owners, and then he subsequently shakes it up and down, back and forth. The Gemara continues. So we say the order of business is that he sh- that he waves it, he brings it next to the next to the mizbeach, he does kmitza, he takes a handful, etc. And we said, and then, which implies that it's a subsequent action, which makes it sound like first there's a haktara, that she actually, it's brought on her behalf, the korban, and then it seems to say, and then they would make her drink, and then they would bring her korban. It sounds like it's happening twice. So the Gemara asks, Ha'akrava, she already brought it, it was already brought for her. Why is he bringing it again? No, this is what it means. Seder Menacha is the order of the of this korban, the flower offering. Ketzad, how was it? Hanif vehigish kamatz vehiktir. First, they did the tenufa, the waving, and then they would bring it next to the to the mizbeach. We said, and they would take the handful, and then they would actually bring it upon the altar. Vahashar nechla kayanim, as we mentioned, the rest is eaten by the kayanim. Ubehashka agufa, and in regards to how the drinking actually takes place, pligi Rabbi Shimon Rabbanon. So there's an argument between Rabbi Shimon and the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon Savri, the rabbis hold, First she drinks, and then she brings her offering. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, no. First she brings, first it's brought on her behalf, the flower offering, and then she drinks. Shinemar, as the verse says, Afterwards she drinks. We continue in the Gemara. So that's the end of the Mishnah, which is Rabbi Yehuda, who says that if she drank first and then she, she brought the flower offering, nevertheless, even though she did it out of order, it's okay.